Oh, hey, like, didn't wow, see you. <laughs> didn't see you there. Um, okay, so you should start. Like, okay, yeah. Okay, because I have a little, sh- a little spiel. Okay. Okay, perfect. Um, but first, I just want to say, bear with us. This is, like, middle school. We're trying to find ourselves. Um, don't really know our personalities yet. Um, just trying to get people to like us. So, um, And if it's anything like middle school, that won't happen. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> but like the goal is there mm-hmm. to have people like you yeah so um welcome to presidents and assholes god bless america my name is melissa my name is lauren and then we have evan our bartender who's already not listening and texting so and to be fair i would be too <laughs> that's because fair, we know. haven't said anything yet that's fair we haven't yeah we haven't really that's gotten true. interesting yet yeah. that's fine do you want to explain why we yeah. have a bartender um, yes. So the whole idea behind Presidents and Assholes, it started from Lauren and my trivia team. Um, every Tuesday we play trivia and, uh, there's always a question about presidents and I think to date we've not gotten a single one right. No, at least you and I have it. Maybe someone, someone along the line has picked up the slack, but we are. Yeah. And you know, I want to be someone of value to a team. Um, once you're the weakest link, you kind of lose yeah, whatever word I'm trying you to won't be invited of. back. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. And just like with the friends, wanting people to like us, we're all back to these insecurities. Yeah. But um, want to know more things about presidents, so we thought we'd start a podcast where we did our own research, and then maybe just shared it with the world at the same time. Yeah, and um, we'll be learning a lot throughout yeah. this. You'll be learning a lot throughout this. Um, and I think it's also important to note to let our listener. Yeah, I assume there's I, only one. I Hello, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, that we are recording this from a presidential location. Polk Street is where <laughs> we record this very camp. So it just seems like kismet, like this idea. Mm-hmm. Everything was supporting the fact that um, we should do this. And one level deeper is my childhood home is on Polk Street in a whole different state. It's crazy there's more than one so that's a whole question we should maybe at a later podcast explore why are all presidents on street names why are they yeah why do we pick president like it's like in every state there's presidents on street names it's a great question and maybe we can unpack that (laughs) there's a little bit of sarcasm (laughs) all right you know not every idea sticks yeah in this world we're throwing it at the wall (laughs) we're seeing what sticks if you guys have an opinion um just Call in. Call, call, call. <laughs> the boards are lighting up. <laughs> Evan is on his phone texting. So if He's you know the Evan, caller, maybe. If you know Evan's <laughs> number, send yep. in your opinion. Yeah, call Evan. <laughs> Anytime you have any questions for us, you can call Evan. And He'll respond in real time because <laughs> he's not too busy doing this podcast right yeah, now. That's great. Um, okay, though, but these drinks Evan, our bartender, has mm-hmm. made, um, we thought that we should honor each of the presidents with a libation and none other than our friend and colleague evan bartholomew the third um because he is a certified bartender and we thought he would be great to do this so evan why don't you explain what we're drinking so we figured we'd ease into this process um keep it simple keep it easy so this is a not just a captain and coke but a captain and cherry coke because why cherry george washington george washington george is cherry washington. that He's is our president one today. thing today george he washington is cherry is cherry and the second thing is kids if you want to get a bartender license to learn how to make cherry cokes or 
Captain and Jerry Coke's help. Um, Just that's what he went to school for. So yeah, the and skill so for is those there. for those who want to drink along with us, Mr. Bartholomew, would you also explain the recipe to this? What parts Captain? What parts Coke? <laughs> <laughs> what parts Grenadine? Uh, let's go as many parts Captain as you think you can handle. Um, less Grenadine than Melissa, so basically <laughs> under one bottle. And if there's any room for a Coke, <laughs> splash it at the top for coloring. Thank you very much. How many parts Coke are in my drink right now, Evan? Like five? Five parts? How does one measure a part? That's my next follow-up question. Shot glasses, I think. <laughs> right? Isn't that the parts when bartenders do that? Is that what a part is? Three-hand it. Oh, man. No rules. Only the pros. Okay. Can and I guess... Um, for you um, older folks that are listening in, Presents and Assholes is actually a drinking game. Yeah. That is the whole cleverness behind the title. The pres- Also, <laughs> to one step further, the presidents, like every week we're talking about our presidents, the assholes are us. Oh, yes. Um, we are the assholes. Yeah, presidents are public servants. Yep. I would never call a president an asshole. No. Um, needs to be clear. Yeah, very clear. Yep. We're the assholes. Our presidents are great. Yeah. Speaking of great presidents, the first great president, yes, we're starting with Washington, but um, we're not necessarily going in order of the presidents. We just thought mm-hmm. this would be the easiest way for ever. Everyone's probably expecting a Washington episode first. So. Yeah, we want to keep it easy on us. Like, there's not a lot of stress. Like, Washington. And we want it to be an yeah. easy listen, oh, right? We just this picture, you're like driving to work. Yeah. You're, you're drinking like, your Captain and Coke while you're driving to work. Episode one, we start with like Cleveland. People are like, "Did I miss episodes?" <laughs> like, it's gonna be. Hey, Cleveland was president twice. That's I know that whole thing. See, if we started with him, that would be outrageous. And People is would be the like, first Which episode? Is, is this the, the second ten? Cleveland? Yeah. How many Cleveland episodes were there? <laughs> At least two. Yeah. The answer though is none right now. So no. if you're listening to this, you're on episode one. <laughs> we have almost launched. Like, we've almost started, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so how we sort of uh, broke up the research behind this is Lauren has some actual facts, and then I decided to take it upon myself to go to the deep web mm-hmm. and find some scandals, some rumors, and maybe some alternate facts to share with <laughs> all of you. See, that's topical. So. Yeah, that's a topical joke. And <laughs> I also just want to thank you for doing that because I'm sure – to get to Washington's dirty laundry, I mean, you had to probably go to libraries, <laughs> probably went to Mount Vernon. Like, it's going to be tough to find the archives of those scandals. And so I appreciate all of all of the legwork you've obviously done for this episode. Honestly, I went to a very prestigious university, mm-hmm. University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to write a, quite a few research papers. And I don't think I ever touched foot in the library. You can wow. find everything online. Wow. There you go. Um, I didn't go to a university. I went to college. And I went to the library a lot. So I think we got similar education. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get some differing opinions. Yep. We think differently. So yeah. That'll be great. Great. So I was going to let you start off. Me start? Okay. Start. Just some some Washington facts. Here we go. Oh, also, I just want to say, Feliz Dia de los Presidentes. Because this episode's coming out on President's Day. So basic Washington facts these are some of the things i found melissa as i speak if any of these relate to scandals if you want to build oh my gosh i'll add color color commentary color commentary so the first thing i want to talk about is cherry coke as by uh evan great idea except i was kind of hoping for a whiskey coke or whiskey cherry because 
Washington actually owned a whiskey distillery. <gasps> which is interesting. Evan didn't do his research. Didn't do his research. Not his job. His job is to create drinks. Uh, but I thought that would have been fun. So we lost out on that opportunity. And the cherry part of it, which is interesting, um, the cherry tree thing is just bullshit. What? Never happened. What, so lay out that story for me again. Okay. I, I know it's something like he chopped a cherry tree down like because that's yeah. what kids do. Yeah, he was just playing like an average <laughs> seven-year-old. Like, oh, kid, got out dad's an axe. axe. Yeah. It was like fun in the sun, what? summer days. My mom wouldn't even let me. Run through the sprinkler and chop down a tree. What? I didn't even, I I couldn't even play with like, like I didn't even get video games as a kid because they don't want violence, but they're just putting sharp objects in kids' hands. Apparently. I, I don't remember the story in its entirety. What I do know is that it is from a book written by Parson Weems that has been described as a myth-filled biography of George Washington. So I don't know. Uh, I am confused because um, normally when you hear the term biography, there's myth-filled. Um, that mm, fiction? You could just call that like a little story? I'm just thinking what poor college, even like high school student is like, I got Washington. I'm going to check out this biography. <laughs> and his paper's just riddled with myths because this guy's like, I'm going to write a fiction book. No, well, yeah, no, well, like here's my question is if – it's a well-believed myth, but you don't know it's a myth. Does that make it fact? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it does. You heard it here first, everyone. Even does. if you think it's oh. true and it's not, it's still not true. But then as I unpack this, there are so many lies about Washington. And the iron, like, this guy, the whole cherry tree thing is like, I'll never tell a lie. Like, it's supposed to be a story. Oh like, he fesses up to cutting down this tree to be a story about how honest Washington was, but he wasn't. I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're all like, honesty mm-hmm. is held in a huge regard because he, policy. yeah, because he convinced they chopped down the tree. Mm-hmm. I would think as a parent, I would be more upset, be like, you cut down something that brings us food. Yeah. But it, he owned up to it. But he, yeah, but like, even if I'm like, thanks, kid, like, maybe we should talk about the fact that you're wielding an axe yep. on something <laughs> that like, we have planted and watched grow and I've put time and effort into this cherry tree. Like, Yeah, that's the part of the story that they don't get into as much as you is that just something back then where they're like oh like if our kid is angry we don't like put him in timeout we just give him an axe and like go chop something down like you'll be fine no because like i thought that was the day where like kids got beat i mean we're talking slave owning era oh that's like it's not like there was a lot of people like who were mellow i don't think (laughs) you heard it here first you heard (laughs) it here people weren't mellow (laughs) in the 1700s they were tightly wound they were owning people Um, well, you know, you, they had to be tightly wound. You know, like, yeah. England's being all telling us what to do. Yeah. Like, you could say, like, all of us were, like, kids chopping down trees. We were throwing tea in the ocean. <laughs> what? I didn't follow I that know, one. I'm trying to boss a tea party. It's fine. You know. That was done by children? I'm trying saying? to think of everything I can. <laughs> I'm saying, like, we were, like, children. Was, uh, the America was a child. Oh, we were a rebellious child. Yes. And we rebelling against and we, our, chopping down the tree. We, the tree of our ties goods, to England. Throwing them yeah. in the ocean. All right. I followed oh, that one a little bit. And I totally forgot, um, mm-hmm. but I want this to be a real thing, is every time before we start, we should toast 
something or cheer something oh. with our drink. Yep. And I've got one. Okay. So for this week, we are going to cheers to crossing the Delaware because that's something that George Washington did, and I'm pretty sure it helped. Wow. Well, cheers, cheers to him helping us via the <laughs> Delaware crossing. Yep. Um, yeah. um, oh, so speaking of crossing rivers. Yep. <laughs> Washington, there's another myth about Washington. That's such a good segue. That he thinks. <laughs> Go. That came natural. That was pretty natural. Was all, all natural. But I do have something to say about River well, and Washington. There's another myth circulating about the fact that he once threw a coin all the way across a river. Which is a myth, but it was to talk about how strong Washington actually was. He was six foot two, two hundred pounds strong this this feat of strength i'm about to tell you is actually true he was so strong he could crack walnuts between his thumb and his forefinger that's such a good party trick they're like oh we have all these walnuts but like how we're gonna go get the nut crack and he's like uh nope he was like what nutcracker (laughs) yeah like all the ladies like wow this guy can lead (laughs) (laughs) you want me in charge of our army yeah yeah because if, like, worst comes to worst and he loses all his weapons, just, like, just picture him just crushing people's, like, thumbs. Or, like, in, like, a really heated um, foreign debate. Like, let's say it's, yes. like, him and King George and he's, like, George. He's, like, looking him dead in the eye and he's, like, we're not retreating. And he just has a walnut. He just fucking crushes it between his fingers. How intimidating Yeah, is and that? then the king just, like, poops himself. Just... Yeah, king. The king probably... I would. I, mean, I saw the 6'2", 200-pound man just crush yes, a walnut okay. like a mob box. I'm gonna um, go a little bit back to the coin yeah. thing. Okay. All right, walnut yeah. thing, true, mm-hmm. very intimidating, yeah. good way to show strength. Yeah. Uh, throwing a coin yeah. across a river, I don't necessarily no. okay. see that as strength. Or, like... So, it was a really... It was, like, the widest river... Oh, the Potomac. That's what he did. He threw a, a dollar coin across allegedly. the Potomac River. Um, allegedly. This Alleg- was, this this was is the a, myth. I'm just saying, but like, if you're going to make stuff he up. He threw a silver dollar. So the myth is that George Washington threw a silver dollar across the Potomac River. The truth is this is just another legend that has changed shev- several times over the years, um, but may have some truth. But when George Washington was a boy, there were no sil- silver dollars. So... I'm That's saying if you're like going to make stuff disposable. up about you being strong, be like, I lift, uh, lifted up an entire house, or I, like... But I, that's not... Be- like, this is still a believable feat of strength, mm-hmm. right? So it's... I'm trying to look to see how wide the Potomac is. 11 miles wide. Oh, man. So someone said he threw a silver dollar 11 miles. But, like, was miles. there someone on the other side? Well, like, no, because it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so there was nobody was anywhere. Well, I'm just saying, if you're going to make a convincing lie, you should be like, yeah, yeah and then like, Charles, you, yeah. Charles Maybe. was on the other side, and he we caught it. to find who started the myth. Was it our little guy that wrote that it. book about the cherry tree? Parson Weems. Weems. <laughs> he um, sounds like such a little weasel person. Yeah, Weems is the weaseliest <laughs> name. And like, if, I'm sorry if our one listener's last name is Weems. Or if our <laughs> listener is related to Weems. <laughs> And, or just a Weems fan <laughs> reads all of his fiction biographies. <laughs> and just a oh, dedicated no, fan bad. who we've now chastised from our podcast. Oh, I feel bad. We shouldn't, once again, to get people to like you, you should be, you should be nice. I'm sorry, listener. Yeah. Um, speaking to, um, did you set a timer? Um, 
well, there's a timer on this as we Perfect. record. I know how long we've been recording. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. Excellent. We're 16 minutes in, everyone. All right. Keep up. <laughs> um, I think since we've reached 16 yeah. minutes, I think it's yeah. time to do a waterfall. What? Is that something we do? I don't know. Why not? Why? Who starts it? This is a short waterfall. Evan, Evan get, in. get in on our waterfall. Right, you start, Melissa. Okay, I'm going to drink first. Listeners, so you know the order of the waterfall, Melissa, then I go, and then Evan goes. And it is noon on a Saturday. Noon on a Saturday. Let's go. It's actually 1.45. I actually thought mm. how stupid that is, because it's going to That was be, such a short waterfall. Well, I just, as I started, yeah. I realized how it's just going to be silence yeah, we would for just our listeners. To, yeah, it's not a good it's, bit for the radio. It's not. So <laughs> we just kind of did, like, long swigs, and that's done. <laughs> All right. This is going well. It is. Um, I don't think it's derailed yet. Washington had his first slave at the age of what? Yes. <sighs> well, it's got to be something crazy. Um, da, 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 five. Eleven. Oh, God. And catch this. Evan will like this. What? Evan? Evan, you're going to like this. Because Washington had a will. And we all know what you do with a will. You bequeath. Your things. Um, I'm going to explain this. I once used the word bequeath in front of Evan, and he thought it was insane and um, uses it incorrectly all the time. Like, he'll be like, can you bequeath me that beer? He thinks it means, like, just to give something to someone. He doesn't realize that, like, you have to die to bequeath something. Um, maybe it's an insult. Maybe, maybe he wish, he's wishing I die so he can finish my beer. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for being here, That's, Evan. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, so he so, had a will. He had a Where's... will. He, who did he bequeath his slaves to? Melissa, would you guess? Washington. He dies. He had like three hundred slaves over the course of his life. Uh, America. Yeah, that's not a bad guess because he set them free. And Woohoo! Like, normally, you would <laughs> give your like your slaves are slaves for their entire lives, not yeah. your entire life. And he was like, nope. When I die, you can all be free. So, like maybe you could have set him free before you sooner. Died. Yep, that would have been good. He did sign like a couple of bills saying like yeah, let's abolish slavery, but had slaves all during that time. Like wasn't going to lead by example. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's like gonna... he's like hanging out with his slaves, yep. and he's just like, well, like I'm like totally for you not being yeah. here, but like, but like if everyone else is like, doing stay it, here, for I'm now. not going to do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to actually. That's not what his slaves were doing. He owned a lot of farmland. Is it for the whiskey, whiskey distillery? Uh, he had plantations, many, many different types of crops. So he needed a lot of labor, uh, but apparently he didn't want to pay for it. But, and he couldn't just be like, maybe I'm just like a nice guy, and they'd just stay for like a living wage, and like we could yeah. be friends. Mm. Apparently not. But once again, he probably was just honest with them about it, which apparently makes you likable. Oh, that's right. He was on- down the tree. He's honest. Own up to it. Yeah, like wish I could free you, but I'm but, not going yeah, to. Yeah, you know, honesty. That's what this whole thing is about. You know, he was just that's like, crazy. you know what? I have slaves. You are my slaves. Yeah. That's about all I have. Yeah, but it's all bullshit. It's like what I can't, what I hate about Washington. Yeah. It's like, yep, you were the first president. But as we learn about him in school, I would say he gets a lot more face time in our history books oh, yeah. than any other president. Agreed. But the majority of what we're taught about him is complete bullshit. He didn't cut down the tree. He didn't have wooden teeth. Oh. That's a lie. He just didn't have, like, he had teeth. He had a lot of teeth problems. Yeah. Never had wooden teeth. But it wasn't something, he lost all his teeth. He lost all of his teeth, yep. So what was in his, 
mouth. Nothing. Or sometimes he would just have dentures. He actually would collect fallen teeth out of the mouths of his slaves and make dentures out of them. Lauren! <laughs> That's true. That's true. Something okay, so he's like, hey, like... You're not I, using it. Yeah, like, I want to set you free. And, like, as he's telling these people, he's just, like, picking things off the floor. And he's just like, but, you know, where would I get all this teeth if you guys are just gone? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't have the means to pay for a dentist to put those into dentures. But Washington did. He was fucking loaded. He had oh, a yeah. whiskey distillery. He had plantations. So, yeah. And then, and then also, um, I learned in school that at the time... The richest people lived in stone houses. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a sign of wealth. Everyone else's house was made of wood. Washington's house was made of wood, but he painted it to look like stone. <sighs> Fucking liar. Yeah. Like, cheap, how did he get cheap. this good reputation as this honest guy when, I mean, he's just, it's just everything we know about him is a lie. Yeah, you, like, go to his house for, like, a dinner party, and you're like, well, from far away you look fancy, but up close, like... You're lying. He's just walking around the party cracking walnuts. <laughs> You're just like, who is this guy? You don't dare call him on it. Yeah, I know. He's going to crush you like a walnut. And he's just like staring at your teeth while you talk, being like, are any of those loose? So like- something about Washington. He was twice unanimously elected. Do you think it's because while they were voting, he was just sitting there with a bowl <laughs> of walnuts? crushing and, and just, people were like yep yep no yep. i'm open for you he's just like flipping a coin he's like you guys remember that time i threw this across the yeah. potomac 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 yeah. potomac it's potomac potomac potatoes got it yeah no that's totally it mm-hmm. honestly i think i know no one else really knew what to do how else do you get <laughs> unanimously elected twice um Pure intimidation, I think we oh, have to. Oh, yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> and you have this little freaking biographer who's writing all this bullshit about you in the background. Yeah, I don't know when that was written. Okay. If that was written in his <laughs> lifetime or not. I don't know. If like, I'm going to look it up. Okay, oh, cool. So we could see. Yeah. Um, I want to know more about I'm just going to Google Parson Weems and we'll Weenie. see um, what more he has to offer. Another myth about Washington, he didn't wear a wig. I know that that's was his hair? Like, that was his hair. With the little, the curly cues on the side? Yeah, lots of people think he wore wigs. That's not true. That's interesting. Here, why? He just spent a lot of time on his hair. While she researches this, I'll say a fun, like, life story I have with George Washington is, and I'm sure you all can relate, did you ever go to the pool and for girls with long hair, or guys with long hair, you would put your head down in the pool and then you'd flip it up and you'd take oh, the yeah. top of your hair and you'd flip it around the top <laughs> and you'd be like, I have George Washington hair. Yeah. So that's what he... Truer than we think it was. Yeah. Probably it was real. morning regime. Yeah. <laughs> to get into a pool <laughs> with his long, luscious... Luscious white locks. Yeah. And he just flips it back. The boys are... Is our listener a boy? Because he won't get this reference. If <laughs> well, I said if he, has, girl, if he has long she'll... hair. And uh, listener, if the, if you can relate to this cute little story I just told, please text Evan. Uh, <laughs> just say, um, I totally relate. How are we going with that Weems? Yeah, okay. I can talk some let more me, about pools. Let me tell you more. Okay, his name was Mason Locke Weems, but he liked to be referred to as Parson Weems. He was mm. an American book agent and author who wrote the first biography of George Washington immediately after his death. So George Washington uh... died. This guy then wrote 
this book of lies about him. I love that because he's like, yeah, like he can't defend himself. Like I can write anything, and everyone wants to read about George Washington because like he just died. Yeah, he was the source. It says he was the source of some of these fake stories about Washington. The tale of the cherry tree specifically mentioned. I cannot tell a lie. I did it with my little hatchet. Included (laughs) in a book called The Life of Washington, published in 1800. So Washington died in 1791. Yeah, sure. Something like that? I gotta look that up now. I love how much fact-checking we're doing. I really thought this was just gonna be us just, like, spouting things, not checking. Well, I thought we were gonna do research. Oh, well. These are the... Oh, 1799. So the second he dies, 1800, Carson Weems comes out with this book that became a bestseller because of... I mean, probably fiction books are more popular it's interesting yeah i know they love the tale that parson weems wove and washington wasn't there to be like this didn't happen yeah and then like parents could read it to their kids and then they're like all right so next time you chop down all of our fruit bearing trees (laughs) like washington confessed so now you have to to learn it's cool it says he was six when he did that tree the tree a six-year-old with a hatchet this is where someone should have read this book and been like there's also a (laughs) picture that parson weems has drawn here um that is an older gentleman holding the tree that has been cut down and little washington holding the hatchet but washington while little in stature still has the face of washington as i've seen him in any portrait (laughs) So face of an old man. That sounds like body a nightmare. <laughs> um, which should have also been like, did this happen? Because this is just a drawing of clearly half old man, half little boy. <laughs> this isn't a real thing. I think Williams took a lot of creative liberties. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Okay. There's that. That's I'm glad we um, cemented the year George Washington died. Yep, 1799, which makes sense. The next election was, so Adams was after Washington, oh. then 1800 was the third presidential. Do you know that from Hamilton? No, from a number of resources. Oh, okay. <laughs> U.S. history. Oh, wonderful. Hamilton. Um, also... What Washington came up with, which I think is, like, another reason why I'm, like, maybe he wasn't as, like, nice and heroic as a guy. He's Mm. a little bit more arrogant. Crushing walnuts. He is the one. He came up with the idea to greet the president as Mr. President. So imagine they all fought, you know, in a battle together. He's elected the first president. These guys who were all in the cabinet at the time making, like, the new government were kind of like friends as i believe it like there were before the president and all that mm-hmm. there wasn't this like hierarchy really i don't i don't know don't fact check that but like these are the first these are the first people to run the government right yeah they were they had a like so imagine they're in when they're in war they're probably like george watch out you know <laughs> and like things like that and so then now that war has calmed down they said you did a great job leading us in war why don't you lead the country and they're like george and he's like Please call me Mr. President. And he cracks all <laughs> That is interesting that, like, because that's the only position where you, like, lose your name. 
Like, we don't say Mr. Vice President, do we? I don't know. I don't ever address either of them. But what about Madam Secretary? Madam Secretary, People that's say a thing. That. Yeah, that's, I've heard it. So, but he started this, like, really formal, like, we're no longer going like to be. You give up your last name and you become the Mr. President. President. And this is how you must greet me. It's kind of like a dick thing to do, <laughs> right? I don't know. I'm not as, like, it's cool, Mr. President, President-elect. President-elect. Um, so it was his idea. First president, he was the first one with a salary then as well. You realize this. He he was the he one. He set up the presidency. Like, no, it says he didn't want to be paid for it. He was like, this should be a volunteer gig. But everyone else was like, nope, these are all <clears throat> going to be paid positions. Yeah. Because so, we were coming from having a king where it was like, super ritzy and like people gave him a ton of money and mm. it was like a stature thing so for yeah. someone just to be like nope yeah, yeah. he was like i don't want to be paid for it probably because he was already like he had that whiskey distillery and all yeah, his he slaves was, like in today's world he would have been like a millionaire oh. i don't know how much he was actually but he had like he was very wealthy mm-hmm. for the time so he was like i don't think this should be a paid position people shouldn't be influenced to do this because they want money they should be influenced to do yeah. it because they want to like make the country you think place. with all this money he could like put real rocks on his house but maybe he liked like he was cheap you know like yeah. he had oh, a lot of money like a rich cheap person <sighs> yeah maybe um but how much do you think he was making Melissa, as, as, a, as the first president back in the day hmm? um i think they gave him Three pigs, a cow, and seven bushels of wheat. You're wrong. You're off. <laughs> You're way off. I'll give you a hint. It was 2% of the U.S. budget at the time. So what do you think that was? Uh, three pigs, <laughs> four cows, and a field of wheat. Oh, still very far away. It I, was... I'm not I'm – I don't know. I don't have a, ba- I don't have a base. <laughs> you could have just gone with uh, currency <laughs> – of dollars as we know them today because that's what he was Wait, paid so in. back in the revolutionary war we weren't just on a bartering system we actually had a currency this was after the revolutionary war oh yeah so well before during... before then you guys there <laughs> yeah, was no such thing then. as money <laughs> mm-hmm. that's fact write that one down guys <laughs> um twenty five thousand dollars a year is what he made so that went twenty five thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. that was a salary not bad yeah i know if you time. think about like back in the day money has changed that's that's good that's like a, i feel like that's a lot of money for back then yeah i wonder what the conversion rate is there how much was twenty five thousand dollars in 1790 <laughs> <laughs> no when was he president did you do any research? Um, all I researched was I have this an inflation little, calculator. This little juicy oh my gossip. $25,000 in the year 1789, which is much closer to when our actual presidency. I think we won the war, the Revolutionary War in 1789. Okay. If you recall correctly. Yeah, I do. Um, so it's worth $640,000 today. Oh my god. Well, in 2015. So it might have gone up even. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Oh my god. Oh my god. Listeners. <laughs> listeners. So listener. There was a spider on listener. my neck. There was. Uh, I think we gotta stop. I can't go on. <laughs> we might need a second. That was so nasty. 
nasty. It just appeared I've been looking at you this whole time. I know. It came out of nowhere. We're sitting across from each other. I've been staring at you. Which leads me to believe Intently. it was like in your hair Lauren. and crawled down. It would have been a faster crawl from your head to your neck than the floor to your neck. I'm so uncomfortable. Now I feel like there are spiders on me. Oh my gosh. What? Oh, it's not a spider, it's a stink bug. Okay, that's not as gross? Oh, I'm sorry. Spiders can bite you. Those can. They just are stinky. Yeah. Um, ugh, gross. Oh my gosh. I, I think... just want to note at this time that we're in my sister's apartment, not my apartment. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Which is actually really cute, oh nice. Oh my gosh, it is adorable. It's not like spider-ridden, like you're probably led to believe because of the... What just transpired. Yeah, and uh, I'll just say, um, to set the record straight, listeners, I'm not scared of bugs. I'm scared of surprises. And Lauren's face when she was looking at me and just the terror on her eyes, that's why I might have made a squeal or two. Um, I normally am pretty calm, cool, and I collected. Think our listener will agree when I say that when you're staring at someone for near 30 minutes and suddenly there's just a sp- spider on their neck as if it appeared from nowhere that they'd also be horrified yeah that was really terrifying yeah all right how many more things do you have to go through because i've got my whole thing that's a lot that i've just been wanting yeah why don't you go ahead okay yeah all right here's all i did for the podcast (laughs) so um thing about george washington and him being this honest truthful guy he was just like the father of our country and everybody looked up to him but there's a couple historians out there that kind of go into his love life, and they I'm going to talk about a little 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 hottie known as Sally Fairfax. Okay. Um, like you'll know Fairfax, know, Virginia, as F A I R F A X. Yeah, like Fairfax, Virginia. Don't know that company if, is headquartered. Yeah, don't know if that's connected, but I know that's her last name, and I think you'll notice right away that name is not. The same name as Martha Washington. It's not the same name. I, I did. I'll tell you I why. I do note that. Two different people. And uh, the whole story is that um, before George Washington was going to marry Martha Washington, and she was something else before Martha Washington, but um, he was actually talking to Sally Fairfax, who was the wife of his next door neighbor. And he actually was super in love with her. And. Uh, kind of wrote her this note that is a lot of historians sort of go back and forth on whether it's a real letter or if it was forged. Um, A lot of people saying that maybe it wasn't, but maybe it was real. And it's called the votary to love. And votary means a devoted follower. So there's your vocab word of the day. Hmm. And a lot of people think like in this letter, he was actually just fishing for validation that Sally also felt the same way. And, or that maybe it was just him giving like a last ditch effort before he said his wedding vows the next day. So he had been talking to her while he was courting yes. Martha. Mm-hmm. And like even like before then, like Sally Fairfax would come to like balls at his place where he was wa- walking around crushing walnuts. Like yep. she was into it. Yeah. But like. It'd be hot. Yeah. <laughs> but like he also was talking to Martha and Sally once again was married. She's married to his. She's next married door to his next door neighbor. Is like, he friends with his neighbor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were. Like they were all friends. Buddies. It was all weird. Like mm-hmm. they didn't really talk about it. But what I did do is I took the letter he wrote 
And I can either read it to you in his old hoity-toity language, or I rewrote it in oh. nowadays speak. Yeah, let's do that, because um, I feel like I, me, I feel like I speak for myself and our listener when I say that nobody understands yeah, how they oh, used to talk. I didn't. Language used to be more confusing. So, um, I'll just read to you my rewritten version of this very famous votary to love letter all right sound good yeah i want to hear it all right here we go so look i'm all about love and i totally have this lady that i think is soups cute and she has two thumbs and they're pointing at you and i know you're gonna be all shy and stuff and like it's crazy i'm even saying all of this but you're seriously so fine that i can't even help myself but don't take this the wrong way okay i'm not gonna go tell the whole freaking world this in fact like the only person who needs to know this is you so like check yes or no like, okay, I'm out. Because I'm pretty sure this isn't going to work, and I'm going to marry my side chick. Wait. That's the whole thing. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's it. He wrote that letter Yeah, to... To Sally Fairfax. Sally. Yeah. He said, I'm into you. I want to be with you, JK. Yeah. I'm going to be with someone. So didn't even give her a chance yeah. to, like, say, I feel the same. Don't do he, it, He, like, George. gave up at then. Here, I'll, this, is a, this is in his language, the last sentence, where he's kind of like, whatever. Like, it's not going to work out. He goes, one thing about... Or one thing above all things, in this world I wish to know, and only one person of your acquaintance can solve me that, or guess my meaning, but adieu to this till happier times, if ever I shall see them. So he's saying, um, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, but like, I'm getting married tomorrow, so like, I doubt I'm going to ever be as happy as it could be with you. Why did he propose to her then, to Martha? Well, like, and that's the thing, too. It's, like, they even, like, he liked Martha. Like, Martha was cool. Like, okay. he, like, he, they say, like, it wasn't a question that he, like, didn't love Martha. It's just, like, he also liked Sally. So, like, last chance to be, like, do you like me? Or, like, I'm going to go pursue this. Like, he was, like, trying to have, he had, like, two women, you know? Yeah. And he was, like, I'm either going to end up with one or the other. Yeah, but it, it, I don't like this letter. I know. It's not great. Because... Why did you wait so long to profess your love to Sally? And then even when you profess it, you're like, but whatever, I'm going to get married tomorrow anyway. So, like, what did you want coming yeah, out of that? It seems selfish. Like, yeah, you're just writing well, this to feel better. That's what they were saying. He was, like, fishing for validation. He wanted this to be, like, him, like, kind of doing a grand so gest- she, gesture. He so wants she, this moment where they're at the altar and Sally Fairfax comes running <laughs> in and says, when they're like, does anyone object? Yes. And Sally's like, don't do it. And she's like, it doesn't matter that, like, right. I'm already married and, like, in this day day and age like divorce and like a woman to like go through that process is extremely difficult but you're george washington yeah exactly he like put it all on her and then was kind of like we'll see what happens which is a dick move it's a dick move and it's annoying and like (laughs) i'm so annoyed right now (laughs) i'm just irritated well yeah he's supposed to be this like tough Walnut crushing six two <laughs> badass, and then he's like, "I love you," but like it's yeah. like that day's mopey Facebook status when someone says like, "Just wondering if I'm doing the right thing." Yeah. Dot dot dot, and you want everyone to like ask. And do you want to hear a really bitchy line he wrote? Yeah, he says, "The world has no business to know the object of my love declared in this manner to you when I want to conceal it." I don't. I'm not following. Okay. I don't understand so, old English. Yeah, that's that's why I rewrote it. <laughs> yeah. But he's basically being like, hey, like, the only person that needs to know that I love you is, like, us. And, like, I'm going to conceal it forever. And, like, I can make the decision when I, like, 
tell people or don't and i'm not going to like why it's bother? super why go through this rigmarole like just be together or don't you know yeah it's like, like and that's like a lot of stress to put on her like maybe she was being like a little really? flirty birdie like, all the time what does he want yeah you know does he want to be with me does he not yeah, it's, it's like, and it's hard when, like, you're getting married tomorrow. Like, she, like, I would assume if, like, she has been dating him for a while, like, she knows Sally, too. Yeah. And she's not going to be, like. Yeah, presumably they're buddies. Yeah. You know? like, I mean, Sally knows Martha. And yeah, she's like, Sally no, I don't want to ruin this. Hang out while Mr. Yeah. Fairfax and George hang out with <laughs> So weird. Oh, my gosh. Think of those dinner parties. Like, everyone playing footsie on their table. It's so oh, weird. Okay. It gets – I have one more layer of, right. like, terribleness. Let's go. So, okay. In May of 1798, so Washington gets back at Mount Vernon after winning the Revolutionary War and, like, serving two terms as the first president in the new United States. So, like, a, he's accomplished, like, a ton of things in his life, right? Like, yeah. he has a lot to be proud of. Totally. He literally wrote to Sally and said – um, that none of the things he'd accomplished in his life um, had been able to eradicate from my mind the collection of those happy moments, the happiest of my life, which I've enjoyed in your company. So not being the president, not winning the Revolutionary War, the best cheating on his wife. The be- yeah, the best thing that ever happened to him was hanging out with Sally freaking Fairfax. What a dog. I know. And <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. So, like, you've accomplished so well, much. Also, You're Mr. President? Like, no. This girl's booty. What's really irritating about this, if we go back, we put a whole bow on this episode of Washington <laughs> being super honest, admitting to cutting down the tree, but, like, cheating on Martha, going behind his best friend's back to be with Sally. Yeah. Making Sally feel like shit because he's, like... Oh, you'll never like I love you, but I guess it doesn't matter because you don't love yeah. me, so I'm gonna get married. And she's like, eee. There's like a whole like, joke that I've been trying to make this whole episode something about like okay. cherry popping the cherry, okay. cutting down the tree, cheating on his wife. Yep. But it, I, I'm not I haven't been able to cobble <laughs> together those. <laughs> um, listener, if you can figure out listener, a joke, text please text Evan. it to Evan right now. He's still on his phone, so he'll see it right oh, away. Let's get Evan like a like a quick number, like a, a, burn, a burner phone. <laughs> Evan to, to and that's the thing. Now. And like I'm thinking about it, like this doesn't happen live. This is in real time. So he's gonna yeah. get texts about Later this on. episode on President's Day, right? And he'll be like, "What is this? I've already be... blacked out like this whole yeah. day that I just spent here." But then the next episode we record, we can read questions. <gasps> the answers, of Evan. Just let us give out your phone number to our <laughs> listener. <laughs> One listener. It's not gonna be a big deal. Big deal. No. All right. All right. He's not. We'll get you a burner phone. I like okay. the burner phone thing. Yeah, can you can you still get numbers that's like dial one nine nine Evan now? Oops. Remember those commercials? Yeah, I you think get like a ringtone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure we can do some research. We're really good at that. Yeah, um, me especially. But yes, so that's what I have to say about his affair with Sally Fairfax. It's really gross. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm really sorry. He's a dog, right? Like, yeah. but it just kind of goes to show, like even the like. Every president has their dirty laundry. Like, we we hold them up to, like, high esteem, but they're humans. What's poetic about that whole relationship as well, as I gaze at my notes, is that Washington lost more battles than he won. <gasps> and I think that goes with his relationship, his personal life. As they say, love is a battlefield. Do you say that? <laughs> I said they. Oh, I think that as I say. <laughs> well, I did just say like, that, so I'll add myself to the as group. As you say. As a collective. So by, as they say, you mean Jordan Sparks. Yes. 
or she no before before Jordan Sparks. Oh my gosh, what? what's the band? I don't know. Love it. It's a uh, Pat Benatar, I think. Oh Love yep, is, but... yeah, she does say that too. Yeah, as Pat and Jordan say. <laughs> battlefield and he lost and george washington won. but the thing is he, he had won some with martha but yeah, the oh. best of his times were with sally and he lost her to mr fairfax and that's like the whole like um scandal too is after he died martha burned almost all of his letters like her like their correspondence like when they were dating she burnt those letters and they think like she also burnt more letters she found between like him and sally too like I'll also say that she probably, when she found them, she, like, burned his clothes and, like, threw them out the window like an angry ex-girlfriend. <laughs> she, like, throws all his stuff on the lawn. But the whole country is mourning the loss of her. Person. And then, like, this book and comes it, out about her husband being oh, so yeah. honest. Being so <laughs> honest. Oh, and she must have been re- She must have been pissed. Oh, my like, God. I shouldn't burn those letters. I'll show him how honest he is. <laughs> Sally, have you read this? And yeah, but like, I feel like maybe more it was it, she could have been like, you know, it could be embarrassing too. Like I can understand like burning the letters cuz you're just like, yeah. fuck, like everybody likes this guy. But no just one's going to believe me. Twisting the knife of like, look how honest he was at 6. <sighs> he was admitting to this and she's like, yeah. And it fully Yeah, and he took a freaking hatchet me. to her heart. Oh, is that my joke? I think that's, that's the joke. I think that's it. That's <laughs> I think I made it. He took a hatchet to her heart. All right, you heard it here first. You heard it here. Setting. All right. Well, I think I think we've we've made I think a, that's where we put a bow on that. Yeah, we've made a decision hatchet, about Washington. Hatchet, hatchet to, the heart. to the heart is the thesis of Washington's life. He lost more battles than he won. Yeah. His personal life and his military life. Something I would like to request if any of you guys are in high school or college and need to write a research paper, if you could write one on George Washington and the title be Hatchet to the Heart. Um That'd be great. Also, if you're listening to this and you're a high school student who needs to do a research paper, I strongly suggest you don't use any of this information <laughs> as your research. Do not quote us in your bibliography, uh, especially the things Melissa had to say. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> Unless you're really good at writing. Yeah. If it's a creative writing class and your last name is Weems. <laughs> Parson Weems, if you're listening. <laughs> you got some material for you. All right. I yeah, think that's I all think we have good. for everyone. And I was thinking we could yeah. just wrap this all up by doing a final cheers a final and cheers. saying God bless America. Singing it or saying it? Saying it. Okay. <laughs> I'm up for saying it. Okay. Evan, will you join Evan, us? Evan, will we put your phone down? All right, perfect. <laughs> God, God bless, bless America. America. <laughs> um, thanks, Evan, for the marvelous drink. Let me take a drink of this. Yeah. Mm. I thought um, when we do start it's recording, good. we are. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> we can edit this out in post. <laughs> oh, my God.